I have in the studio with me a special guest who I'm excited to get to know a little bit more. Her name is Dr. Joanne, <laughs> not Joanna Pepper. Uh, she's an associate professor of religious studies and the coordinator um, of the intercultural religious studies program uh, here at Trinity Western. And so welcome to sitting down with me. Yes, thanks for having me. No problem. So how long have you been at Trinity? Already over 15 years. It's amazing how time flies. Yeah. But, you know, I always tell students that I've been here long enough to see uh, a few grad classes grow th go through. And I know that even when they struggle, they're going to make it because all those folks before them did the same. <laughs> Very true. Very true. You have you have perspective and longevity on your I side. I know it's all going to work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you did you think that you would be here this long when you first came? Or no, probably not. And mm -hmm. I never actually planned to be a teacher at all. Oh. Um, I know you were going to say something about how did I yeah, end up at yeah, Trinity. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, well, when I was doing my master's degree, actually, I was um, at Fuller Seminary in California, and uh, I received a phone call one day um, asking whether or not I would consider to come and to teach at a nearby school here, mm -hmm. not at Trinity, but at a nearby school when I finished my degree and it just sort of seemed like that all fell into place. What had happened actually was that um, uh, shortly before that I had been praying mm. and I saw sort of a picture in my mind. I don't know if I'd call it a vision, but I was praying and I saw myself standing behind a little podium. I even saw myself in the red dress that I owned at that time okay. <laughs> and I was speaking. That, that's all I saw, but it was in a place um, where I had been a student myself and so it was in a classroom situation and I remember praying and thinking oh lord I'm so distracted this is please take this away from me I'm being a very bad disciple <laughs> and then I would uh, sort of try to pray some more and I saw this picture in my mind again and I just thought this is hopeless and I just stopped praying and then it was um, not long after that that I got this phone call saying would you consider to come and teach here and I didn't have to even hesitate you know I just I just thought well that was the Lord telling me mm. that this is the step I should take and I said yes I'd be willing to do that um, and uh, you know my long-term vision had always been just to be involved in cross-cultural mission ministry mm. um, but I found that it's been possible to teach and to be involved in mission ministry mm. at the same time so I'm so thankful the Lord guided me in that special way yeah. I've never had another picture or vision or something <laughs> like that uh, in any other context, but it was something that just freed me to be able to respond to God's call when it came. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good word, I think, for students responding to God's call when it comes, you know. I think for, for so many students, they're trying to uh, orchestrate, you know, God calling them. And instead of just going about their business of being a disciple and then God finds his own ways, uh, you know, that, that mm -hmm. God chooses to, to get your attention and point you in a particular direction. Sometimes it's a red dress. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's not. Yeah. Well, and l I, I would say that's the question I get asked more almost than any other question here as a professor mm -hmm. is um, how can I know the will of God for my life? Mm -hmm. Now, it may sometimes uh, be couched in phrases like I don't know what uh, what major I should take or. I'm thinking, should I marry this guy or this gal? Yeah. Or, but it's, it's all the underlying thing is, I don't know about my future. And the Psalms are so beautiful this way. You know, when the Lord says that he will give you the desires of your heart, um, so often because we live in this uh, age when people have business transactions or they think of spirituality in terms of um, transactional um, 
occasion. It's really more not about God giving us something. I need a new car. I need more money. Mm. It's about that God will place in us the desires of our heart. Mm. And so that he will put in us, he will give to us the desires of our heart. And if we're saying, Lord Jesus, um, I want to follow you in all truth and honesty and openness and cleanliness in my heart, um, God will give us the idea that we should do a certain thing mm. and we can go forward with that um, unless he puts a barrier in the way. Mm. So, um, you know, it's we do have to take a step of faith, but God is there right beside us and he's always faithful in guiding us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's great. It's, uh, it's a, a great joy to see you in chapel uh, as often as I do. <laughs> um, well, I, I try never to miss. Th- yeah. There's always something every day that God wants to drop into our lives, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting, just, you know, you said sort of your, your idea wasn't to become a professor, you know, yeah. and, and, and be, you know, someplace for 15 years. Um, what, what, would, what encouragement would you give along the lines of vocation, you know, to students? How, how should they navigate, you know, hearing from God and, and pursuing what, what he has in mind for them? Well, I think just as I said, I think you just, you've got to come first. The, the prerequisite for hearing from God is to be honest mm-hmm. and to be, mm-hmm. and to be um, purposefully obedient. Mm-hmm. Like God doesn't give us his will um, or tell us about his will for our lives so we can just kind of consider it yeah. as one <laughs> option. If, 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 if we are really committed to serving him, then God will repeatedly give us an idea um, like waves in an ocean that keep coming and coming and coming sometimes it's stronger sometimes Mm -hmm. it's less but it keeps coming and if we say lord i want to please you i want to do what is right give me the grace to do that then he won't let us escape he'll keep bringing it Mm -hmm. right in front of our face so that we have to squarely face it Um, and then i say you know we just we just need to (laughs) relax and let go and trust god Mm -hmm. um so if something keeps coming to your mind, you know, I should be a small business entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, or I should be a nurse or, a- and if this thing keeps coming and coming and coming, then that is God speaking to us about the vocation that he would have us check out. Um, and we can go forward without fear. You know, the great God of the universe is not going to be thrown off his, yeah. his plans if we end up making the tiny little thing that makes us embarrassed or taking the wrong step mm-hmm. here or there we just pull back mm-hmm. god's still on the throne yeah. and we go forward from there yeah no that's so true uh, the, the the phrase uh you know god jesus being a hound of heaven yes you know comes comes to mind yes. that he, he keeps pursuing you and and doesn't let you go even though sometimes you're like okay god like leave me alone but he, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> but it's he pursues <laughs> us for our good yeah yeah no. for sure for sure so so you've been at trinity western yes. for a while now um but but where are you from? Are you from BC? Are you from Canada? Where yes. where are you from? Yeah, I'm from the interior, from a part of the province that's not well known. It's called the Kootenays. Oh. I'm from the West Kootenays, and so it's one mountain range removed from the Rockies as you go east towards Alberta. Uh, my little town is so small, um, you probably wouldn't even know it. But um <coughs> in our area, we have uh, one claim to fame, and that is we have had two. Olympic gold medalist skiers come oh from our little really? area there. This is a <coughs> place called Red Mountain. It's a skiing uh, mountain. And uh, Karen Lee Gartner and Nancy Green both okay. won gold medals for Canada at the Olympics. 
but I'm not a skier. My family <laughs> that was, was going to be my uh, no, no. I, I wish I could say it was me, but anyway. Um, and I still remember the day my mother told me I'm not likely to be an Olympic medalist. <laughs> you know, so we have to come to terms with that. But my family was a hockey family, not a skiing mm, family. Kay. So, so I'm a, I'm a passionate Canucks fan, yeah. for good or for bad. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so. So you're you're a hockey fan, yep. but but you know skiing was not your your repertoire there. No. Um, how how did you get from where you were were from and where you were raised uh, to Fuller Seminary and then you know eventually to? Oh boy. Um, well, I wanted to pursue something in mission studies. Um, I wanted to do something in, in cross cultural work. Um, I didn't grow up in a Christian household, so mm. it's a whole dynamic of how my family came to faith. And then, um, as I decided I wanted to step forward in ministry, mm. um, uh, this was one place that became apparent to me that I could uh, maybe go to. It was uh, down the West Coast from BC, and uh, really glad for, for that experience in those years of living in California. Mm. Yeah, uh, California has, especially Pasadena, mm -hmm. has something in common with this area because they're both really expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, True enough. Yeah, lots of people there. and. Lots of uh, money rolling around. Um, so I guess one thing I've been wondering as I talk to professors is, you know, if you've been here for, you know, almost two decades, uh, how have you seen students change and how have you seen students kind of stay, stay the same? How students have changed? Um, I think students come into the university less certain of a mm. career path mm. uh, than before. Maybe that's because there's more options, or maybe that's simply because there's greater angst out there in the community. Um, I think I see students the same in so far as they genuinely want to follow God and they want to see so-called secular um, employment as being a sacred calling. Um, I just was in class or um zooming Online. with <laughs> the, yeah with folks in one of my classes and one fellow uh was saying about how um he wants to learn how to pray more he wants to learn about what real biblical prayer is so here are people that have grown up in kind of a nominal christian faith mm -hmm. and are now trying to um really own it for themselves and that excites me um i think students coming into trinity in the last maybe five, seven years, something like that, seem to me to be less certain in mm. their faith than people maybe were 10, 12, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I don't know why, and I, you know, I haven't done any studies to prove this. This is just sort of an anecdotal mm -hmm. thing. But maybe it's because people um, have been more introspective because maybe people are really seeking to, to know the truth of their own heart, not just simply saying, yes, I'm a Christian, no problem, without sort of thoughtful reflection on it. And I think that an intellectually um, valid faith is just as important as an emotionally valid faith. Mm -hmm. I think we can love God with our minds, mm -hmm. not just with our hearts. Right. So students are different and students are the same. Yeah but I appreciate their honest search for God. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it makes me think about, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, as it relates to to people, you mm-hmm. know, we're all uh, kind of shaped in the same ways at our core. But but yeah, I mean, society has changed. Students are different now in terms of their introduction to technology. You know, they, they come out of the womb, you know, with iPads and things. And so right. I think the ways that they're shaped and formed are, are different for sure. Um, and I, I would agree. I mean, in my experiences in ministry and colleges and churches, I've, I feel like a lot of students have more backgrounds maybe similar to ours, you know, like not coming from a Christian home or not having Christian parents and stuff. And, and, and they come to a place like Trinity and it doesn't, some of them come from, they've been in a youth group, you know, their whole life, you know, but they, they're, they're still trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you're in youth group does not mean you're walking with Jesus, yeah. you know, by default. Yeah. Um, and so this is a good place. I think Trinity Western is a great place for them right. to have professors like you mm-hmm. who are going to really support them in class and, and, I think my impression, and you can correct me, but I think my impression has been that you you view yourself very much as like, hey, I'm I'm ministering as a professor. You know, this is ministry, yeah. absolutely. Um, if we are allowing God to be Lord over our lives, mm-hmm. then um, He has full control over what we do, what we say, how we live, um, and and so it becomes an extension of our discipleship to Christ is the ministry uh, that flows through us mm. you know um, I just thought of one other thing you know I was really appreciative of how uh, this year we have been looking through the gospel of Mark in mm-hmm. our chapels and uh, I really like that thanks James and uh, when you talk about students today it seems to me that people are really interested in and want to press into in-depth study of the word of God and maybe that's mm. something that people haven't had so much exposure to in the last number of years how, I mean how do you find it no, I I would agree. I think um, you know I'm I'm still adjusting to Canadian culture, but I know just speaking from the states, uh, biblical literacy is down for sure. And so you know you have uh, more young people who are growing up in de-churched or unchurched backgrounds where they just literally haven't heard about Jesus. And if they have, it's in a very caricatured you know kind of way. And so um, yeah, they they come to I think a university setting. And they're really just they you, you tell them to open the Bible and they're like, well, what is that? <laughs> you know, and they're, they're not being funny. They're just they just yeah. really don't have a, a framework for it. Yeah. And so um, and then you have students who, who did, like I said, grew up in youth group or their parents are Christians. And and so they, they kind of feel like it's a it's a group project, you know, uh, but but you can't get grandfathered in to Christianity. No. You know, no. it's a it's a one on one thing that Jesus has to do in your heart that you have to surrender to him. And so I think it's. I think all of that can be mind blowing. You know, if you're a young student, no matter what background you come from, you come to, you know, come to a place like Trinity, you have chapel and, and we're, we're going to study the Bible. And, you know, it, it stings when you read the word and the word reads you. So, yeah, it's its its, its own journey. Yeah, so true. That's right. Yeah. So um, let's see. What what is your favorite food? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> favorite food. Well, my mother-in-law is... Um, is Russian, and uh, so I've come to really love borscht and bread just together. That's a whole meal right there. I like Greek food very much, sort of Mediterranean-style food. Um, Boy, I think just about anything. There's some um, great food in Central America. I I like um, some of the different fillings you can put in tortillas and things like that. Oh, it's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Or would you consider yourself a foodie? Or I mean, are you one of these people that are on the weekends? <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm not. Um, but I, I try my best to cook adventurously, and yeah. I, I like eating different kinds of things. I don't know what what 
What do you all like? <laughs> What's your favorite? I'm probably the worst person to ask. <laughs> I'm so like not adventurous. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, well, so I'll get you out on, on this question. Um, so, so you're a professor and I'm sure you have a busy schedule teaching all these classes now that are online. Uh, but what do you do like to just center down and relax away from, you know, teaching or anything? Mm-hmm. What's, 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 what is one thing that you're just like, this is my jam. This is what I go to. This is what I really enjoy mm-hmm. doing when I'm not teaching. I like sports. Okay. So I okay. do all kinds of sports. Yeah. So, um, I like to run. I, I know I don't look like a real, um, no, no, it comes person, in all, it comes but in you all. know, yep. I, I gotta, I gotta challenge myself. Mm. So yes, um, I've completed uh, nine half marathons, one full oh. marathon. That's one thing. I um, my first job was as um, um, a lifeguard, so I do a lot of swimming okay. and uh, like open water swimming. Oh, and okay. that's uh, like real swimming. That's, that's well, <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of watch it when yeah. you're out there. You, you, you know, sometimes you have to attach a buoy to the, okay. to the back of you, like with a string, so that boats don't uh, oh. hit you and so on. Um, but anyway, I like that. I like hiking very much. I like photography. I like animals um, because I grew up in the interior in a mountainous area uh-huh. and in a small town. Um, I just like nature. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, this is so neat when you get to sit down with people because you know, I'm learning you've been running marathons and all kinds of Well, you know, r- running and jogging are two <laughs> different things. I guess I'm a jogger. But I'll tell you a really funny story. Yeah. What happened was I was uh, doing the, the Vancouver Half Marathon, mm. and there was this lady in front of me, and she had a T-shirt on that said finisher from the last year. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, this is great. I'll just keep up alongside yeah. her and, and everything. So finally I thought, well, this is ridiculous. We've been running together for like 45 minutes. I'll just say to her, say, you know, you're really encouraging me with that uh, T-shirt that says you finished last year. She looked over at me. She said, oh, this. Oh, I bought it in a thrift shop. (laughs) 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 So it was her first time. I just thought, man, I got to get ahead of her right now. So take off. Uh, But you meet lots of neat people. And uh, yeah, I like that. It's just a it's a place um, when you do something outdoorsy or you do something mm-hmm. in sport you're probably going to meet a lot of people that you don't meet in the academic yeah. classroom environment yep. yep oh that's great that's great it, it i think it's a good lesson it's a good object lesson i think for all of us that uh you know you got to get outside of your comfort zone sometimes and and jog or walk or whatever uh yeah. to be able to yeah meet different people and set different goals so well and you discover things about yourself mm-hmm you know, like all of a sudden you realize, man, I, I really like this. Or yeah. perhaps through students, they try something new and they discover, hey, I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. Well, it was all in you to begin with. And yeah. we can explore a whole bunch more of, you know, what the Lord has given us uh, just in our natural abilities. Oh, that's awesome. Dr. Pepper has been a joy to sit down with you. I uh, I, I cannot swim yet. So uh, when you said open swimming, I was thinking, oh, she's hardcore. Cause <laughs> I, <laughs> you got to have a real relationship with Jesus to be out in the water <laughs> swimming like that. But that's awesome. So thanks so much for coming and sit down with me. Okay. The Lord bless you and to everyone who's listening. Mm, amen. <laughs>